Fit for Life Radio. Episode number 115, and we, Will and I, are here with our guest, Amanda Ward, who is a licensed professional counselor and wellness coach. Hello, Amanda. Hi, guys. Welcome back. back. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's nice to be back. She was with us back on, in April, April 27th, with How to Manage Your Thoughts. That was the topic. (laughs) And yeah, we got a lot of good feedback, and everyone enjoyed I think everyone really liked yeah. the episode a lot. Glad they said, can um, y'all just quit and you do the podcast <laughs> and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> but now, as you see, the technical stuff, that's... It's yeah, such a you pain. Can keep it. <laughs> you, we're lucky we got this episode rolling. I'm good at talking, not at those things. <laughs> yeah. So, in the... Uh, al- it's almost been a year. Yeah. That's crazy. My it God. didn't yep. seem like that long. And uh, in that time, not, not much is, has changed as far as, like, people's... Uh, if anything, people are more curious about exercise and fitness. Yeah. And the more we work with people, and I think the more people start to realize that it's just so much more than do a workout, workouts, <laughs> foods, mm-hmm. eat last, move long. Yeah, it, it's just more <laughs> complicated than that. And there's a, you know environmental and mental things, and obviously, like we talked about last time, it was your thoughts, your own so thoughts, mm-hmm. mental thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, today. I think it would be great, beneficial for everyone to dive into kind of, yeah, let's now let's be intentional with some of our thoughts and Mm -hmm. think about why we Mm -hmm. want to do this, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, why we want to start going to a gym or start working out on our own or start improving our nutrition and eating habits. Because one thing that, you know, we've noticed, and if you, we did a podcast recently where we, uh, talked to an author he wrote a book mm-hmm. on, i meant to bring you a copy i have oh, one to get you it's really yeah it's good yeah and i really loved and he, he really laid it out in the book about how you know a big problem with exercises people start it because they're like i want to lose weight uh-huh. so i'm gonna start exercising and the reality is exercise isn't great for weight loss mm-hmm. like exercise alone yes. so then they do it they don't lose weight yep. and they're like i hate exercise yeah, and it's then a bad it's, expectation yeah, yeah it's this loop yeah. right yeah so we need to, f- you know, redefine, okay, I'm going to exercise to improve my conditioning, to relieve stress, yeah. to gain strength, mm-hmm. and make it positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even then, we're going to run into roadblocks with our priorities and time. Mm-hmm. So that's where, you know, the surface why of I want to lose weight. Right. I want to f- uh, look good in my bathing suit. Right. They're not going to carry you through, right? No, not uh, not at all. And I think, you know, where where maybe you guys know the answer to this. I don't know where along the lines did exercise get touted as the way to lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. Because it became a cultural association and our thoughts work in patterns. So the more that that, whether it was through marketing or trends or whatever, the more that evidence supported that thought that, Mm -hmm. oh, exercise helps you lose weight, then that pattern was rooted. And so we kind of live in a it's kind of a societal downfall, if you will, that we have this paradigm that says if you exercise, you can lose weight. Mm-hmm. When I am quite convicted in what you just said, that exercise is one of the most minor pieces of yeah. maintaining a specific quote-unquote weight or health mm-hmm. status, right? So I like to take that back to do we understand what being human means? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I talked a little bit about this last time. You are a, you are a mind, willpower, intellect, um, thoughts desires that sort of stuff you live in a body your Mm -hmm. brain and your body hold that stuff your brain functions in a certain way to move that stuff and you're a spiritual identity so if you know these things about yourself and you learn about those parts of yourself you get to know yourself you have a relationship with yourself the idea that exercise is fundamental to being human makes so much more sense to you because you're going to do it in a way that is Mm -hmm. amenable to those things that you have Uh, so what is exercise right yeah for some people it is lifting weights some people it's running some but you know what i know some people i'm kind of jealous of them who can walk every day and they maintain a stellar status of health Mm -hmm. right it's like what is exercise for you and why are you doing it 
Yeah. Yeah. And like we just talked about kind of before we came on, uh, you know, when you maybe miss exercise for a week or, mm-hmm. or two for whatever reasons, oh. life, or you get sick or, or something. Or you get COVID. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you miss it, right? And oh, my goodness. when you've been doing it for so long, yeah, you don't miss it because you're like, I'm gonna I was going to mm-hmm. lose half a pound or, right? or whatever. You miss it because, like, the mental benefit. And, how, and just how you feel in yeah. general. You yeah. know, like, I, the when outlet. I normally exercise, I feel this way, and you start to kind of not feel that way. Mm-hmm. You feel like mentally unclear and your energy suffering and you're like I need this back mm-hmm. in my life yes it's like you guys are hitting on something I just call personalization right with if I'm gonna have if my um, initial quote-unquote motivation or drive to exercise is to lose weight it's not very personal mm-hmm. that's a pretty universal concept mm-hmm. it's also yeah. very externally driven and pressured right yep. yeah. but if exercise is personal to me I it's part of how I do me well, mm-hmm. then it becomes a part of my life. It becomes a part of the fibers of the way I move through my day. Yeah. Then when you can't do that thing, like you're saying, and I, I was there, <laughs> when you can't do that thing, it's like a piece of me is missing. Mm-hmm. That's what you want, the things that are good for you, quote unquote, good for you in your life. You want them to become yeah. fibers of who you are. Yeah. And you said uh, a bit ago about how, like, you know, what is exercise? Mm. And I think it's important for people to really realize and think, you know, we're, we're really big on environments, right? Yeah. And so much of why we have these things are because of our environments. And the reality is, yeah, like we shouldn't have to go to these, and I say this being a gym owner, right? Yeah. But <laughs> these, these buildings full of equipment to yes. move and treadmills to walk on and all these things. Right. Because the reality is uh, 60 years ago, we didn't have exercise mm-hmm. really because it was built into our lives. Yeah, people Absolutely. just walked places. Yeah. And so yeah. The, and it was built into our lives and, and part of our lives, like you just said, because a lot of people could be like, well, exercise isn't part of my life. Uh-huh. We feel that way now that we've been consistent about it because you notice when it's missing. Mm-hmm. And the reality is it shouldn't be missing. We need it. And yeah. it's just not part of our environments because we drive everywhere. Right. Well, if we look at cultural evolution, right, mm-hmm. uh, there's this whole school of thought that says human <laughs> beings were never meant to, quote unquote, commute to work. We were meant to move to whatever yeah. it was we were doing. And so it's not to say that, I, I don't know, how far do you want to go back? Industrial revolution yeah. on, it was bad. It's great. It's amazing. It's the ev- evolution of our culture and advancements and all these things. But is the human body the brain for that matter any different than the first humans yeah right like no, no not, not much still, yeah. right we still need the same things our body still functions mm-hmm. sorry i still consume absorb and eliminate in the same way that the first human did it just yep. is yeah. what it is yeah. but all of this stuff around us and the advancements and the environments that we ascribe to are directly impacting our physical mm-hmm. experience as yeah. humans and on a base level think about it whether you want to go back to like hunter gatherer or um, mm-hmm. you know, agricultural, mm-hmm. still you either had to walk and find and gather and hunt mm-hmm. your food and do all or, of the work or you had to tend to all the work to, right. you know, for everything right. to get done. There was this physical barrier yeah. between g- getting just food, right? Mm-hmm. Or now you literally can just sit in your room and yeah. have food. You don't have to, to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't and have to move to get what you need to live. Yeah. yeah. And it's comforting. So then when we go back to like oh, I need to do this because uh, I feel you know bad about myself mm-hmm. and I want to look better this summer mm. or or because my doctor said to that may get you started or at least kind of start the spark but the reality is it's not going to keep you going yeah so w- like we've talked about before like a, a, a easy thing to do with people is the five whys so you say why do I want to work out well I want to look good in my bathing suit why do you want to look good in your bathing suit? Well, I feel more confident when I look better in my bathing suit. Well, why do you want to feel more confident? Well, I have two daughters and I want them to be around a more confident mom so that, you know, they grow up being more confident. And now all of a sudden, oh, that's a lot deeper yeah. reason. There's a real yeah. reason. You know, it's, yeah. Oh, I want to, you know, yeah. you're more likely to stick with it. Now, mm-hmm. playing that game and taking it serious is hard. Yes. It is hard because, well, I think we can throw gratification in there a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. There, science is, has done us favors. We know that A plus B equals C. We know that there is a way for me to lose weight so that I can look good in my mm-hmm. bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. just kind of, you know, let's just do yeah. that. Let's just do that. As opposed to, oh, this is about me wanting to instill 
character values mm-hmm. in my children. Oh, my, that's so much harder. And I have to wait 30 years to see if it worked. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, um, you could just make me suffer yeah. through, give me 10 more, and I, maybe I could fit in that bathing suit that I wanted, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So what are some of the things you like to use with your clients or that you've learned, um, mm-hmm. you know, with your approach and angle coming at things kind of, I think, what was it that I asked you about? Um, that I found intriguing. Yeah, you sent me a screenshot. I think um, it's from my website. <laughs> oh, clarity exercises. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's it sounds a lot more fa- fancy than mm-hmm. it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was having a conversation with a client this morning, and we literally landed on the idea that if it makes you feel stupid, that's what you need to do. Yeah. If it, get it, make it as simple as possible, that's the answer, mm-hmm. right? Um, clarity exercises. Just um, I like to play word games with people, mm-hmm. um, kind of like you just did with the whys, but to get them as clear as possible on what is what really matters to that to you Mm -hmm. to right right so for example um you asked a series of whys to get them to go deeper and deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. um i am really 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 focused on getting someone to be vulnerable with themselves and so a lot of times we don't actually have clarity on the things that do matter to us because those things are connected to um, maybe unpleasant emotions. Maybe it's painful. Maybe it's hurtful. Maybe we went through something as a child or we have family history of something and that's why this is important mm-hmm. to us. But we're not, we don't want to look at that reason because it doesn't feel good. It's sad. We have a memory or maybe a traumatic experience, something to that effect. So... Um, what I like to do, one of the things, this is maybe just a little off the path from mm-hmm. the directness, the way that you asked me, but one of the things that I like to do is take people through a mindfulness exercise where I have them recall a, like a, a negative memory mm-hmm. and have them kind of um, make that memory tangible. You know, what, is, what, it's, what smells do you smell? What, mm-hmm. what, what does it feel like ta- tactile-wise? Are there you know are you outside are you inside like have them actually really re-experientialize that that emotion not that experience but the emotion Mm -hmm. right like whether Mm -hmm. it's pain or rejection or whatever okay that's super easy for people to do we have a negativity bias we store those painful memories because our brain wants to protect us against Mm -hmm. that emotion in the future so it's so easy to grab it so we do that first just because I want to kind of prove that point like you're good you don't have to protect yourself your brain is doing that for you and then we do the same with a positive Right. So I I have them try to remember. Really, it's helpful to do like the first positive memory you can imagine. But a lot of us, we've got memory issues Mm -hmm. and a lot of it has to do with what I'm talking about. We don't want to go back in our lives for whatever reason. Um, But I have them create clarity around what that positive experience really felt like, like the sensations, the emotions, the the thoughts that you were having in that moment. And if we can narrow it down to three to five words the reality is is that those words are what we're seeking every day we aren't seeking 10 pounds lost we aren't seeking the ability to go to the beach in our bikini we are seeking whether it be confidence or excitement or respect um, yes all these experiential aspects of our lives and when we can get clear on that if that becomes a daily goal the strategies for how to achieve that Mm-hmm. aren't as astronomical as I want to lose 30 pounds by the summer. <laughs> yeah. And then along the way, what you find if you commit to that work is that you're, you know, I talk a lot about integration. If you start to honor your spiritual identity by doing the things that are required to achieve that mental experience, mm-hmm. your body is going to get in line. You're going to treat yourself better. Right. And you're going to experience the benefits. And a lot of times I it's I hate making claims like this, but a lot of times something like weight loss is just a byproduct of Mm -hmm. you actually committing to the process. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something we find it for a lot of people. It's an outcome, not an action. Yeah. (laughs) You can't do weight loss. Exactly. (laughs) And a lot of it's tied to emotions and stress and everything you just went over. And until you address that you're going to be spinning your wheels on mm-hmm. weight loss. Absolutely. And your results, going back to the science thing that's done us a lot of favors, you can get outcomes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially if you're focused on them and you have strategies that yeah. have been proven, yeah. right? But the outcome will be super temporary mm-hmm. because you does, it doesn't have roots. Well, think about how many people lose weight and then gain it back. That's Yeah, yeah right? that's that experience. And they are able to short-term get this done because they know mm-hmm. how to do it. Yep. There's, a, there's a process, but... 
there's emotions that haven't been dealt with or experiences yeah. and that will always rear its head yeah. until you address it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you get into the nitty gritty, um, and some people might call it woo woo, but mm-hmm. when you get into the, the kind of physics behind stored body fat, mm-hmm. which is really another misconception, right? People want to lose weight. No, you don't want to lose yeah, weight. You, you want actually want to yeah. release stored body fat that doesn't belong on your frame. Yeah, you That's want to lose want. muscle and right. bone density. So when yep. we look at that, we look at the, okay, what's, what's being stored in the body? Okay, body fat, yes, but what else lives in fat? Stress, mm-hmm. toxic emotion, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. COVID Have you seen, did you see that study that came I, out recently? I d- well, I did, yeah. yes, and that's, yeah, that's yeah. the whole thing, right? That's, my, that's the joke in my house right yeah. now that it ate, it ate the parts of me that, yeah. were, <laughs> that were there. Mm. But um, so, you know, you look at that and you go, oh, well, oh, I can't just exercise to lose weight. I can't just whatever quote unquote eat right mm-hmm. means for you. I can't just do these things. Mm-hmm. I have to I have to bring all parts of me to this yeah. process and only then will it last. Yeah. Whatever longevity means for you. Mhm. We could do a whole nother episode on uh body fat specifically cuz ma- mammals be spo- uh store toxins in body yes. fat, right? And this is something they're exploring a lot but you know so like cancers, mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that, you know, breast mm-hmm. cancer is a very common yep. cancer and yep. breast tissue is a lot of fat yep. and we store toxins over years in fat. Yes. Maybe it's regional. So yes. there's a lot they're learning about that. And right. Like when uh, we just talked about coronavirus. Yeah. So they're finding that the coronavirus yeah. actually takes up residence in your fat cells. So that might be why people who are more obese yep. struggle with a lot more long COVID, things like that. Yes. Again, they're, they're learning, but um, yeah, fat it also it almost when you have enough it becomes like its own um organ organ yes mm-hmm. yeah. you know it has these kind of effects on the body right it's and a functional yeah it's pretty fascinating thing. it's, it's yes. not just oh this extra it's not know, just extra weight no you know, sweater no so um, <laughs> right and you know i mean it's totally different but kind of the same concept of, of looking at do i want to lose weight no i want to release stored body fat well wait a minute mm-hmm. Maybe you also need to reduce inflammation, which yeah. we can have the same exact conversation about yeah. that, right? Stress, mm-hmm. chronic overload, residual mm-hmm. buildup of things you're not, you know, digesting. There's all of these different reasons that play into why you're mm-hmm. holding on to stuff and what it will take to release that. Yeah. And that's where we come back to your question of why do you want this? Let's get clear on that because if you're not clear on that and it's not personal to you, it's not yeah. going to work, and if it works, it's not going to stick around. Yep. And I think off of that coming to me is really you realize, too, if people finding their why and reframing all this, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you just mm-hmm. get a little more detail, well, I don't want to just lose weight. Um, yeah. I want to lose fat while also gaining some muscle, sure. gaining strength, then gaining conditioning, right? So now that makes it easier to put this exercise stuff in a different bucket. Yeah. Um, and, and look at it as like, what what can I gain from all this? Well, and coming back to cultural associations, right? We've done ourselves a huge disservice because aesthetics are what apparently tell us if we're healthy or not, mm-hmm. yeah. right? When the reality is, is what you're just describing is exactly that next level for uh, for somebody who's, who's kind of figured out what their why mm-hmm. is. It's, wait a minute, what kind of person, A, do I want to be? And how does that person function and how do they feel when they're functioning, mm-hmm. right? This idea of optimal performance on a daily basis. And then who am I supposed to be? Why am I here? What am I doing with my life, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of it comes back to universal needs like safety and contribution mm-hmm. and connection, right? Yep. We want people. We want to feel like we're needed. And we want to have an impact. Yep. That's about who you are, not about what you look like. Yeah. But again, you're not just a, a doer. You're yeah. you live in a body, and so when you start doing and being in ways that complement each other, it all integrates and it all starts to show up in a completely different package. Yeah, and discovering your why it, it can change, right? Oh yeah. And like you just said, it makes sense for it to change based on where you are in your life. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fortunate that uh, most of our clients we work with are between forty and sixty years mm-hmm. old, and when people start losing physical capability and having limits and restrictions on movement, mm. there's a different fear and different why. Absolutely. And you know what? Those people um, find their why a lot easier, yep. right? Yep. Same thing. When you're 20 years old, um, 
yeah, maybe maybe you do want to be more attractive to yeah. to a significant other, yeah. and and yeah. and so you start for those reasons, which is fine, yeah, right. because that's a little bit of human nature, yeah, right? It is part of the experience, and, um, and and you go for those reasons, and then it, and then it eventually morphs into other reasons eventually, um, as you get a little older. So yeah, but the key is that you're tapped into um, a true kind of like like you said like what yeah yeah you're personalizing it and it's like why am i here what am i looking to yeah to accomplish it's about a greater meaning yeah you know it can't it can't just be about this external aesthetic yeah, yeah. and my favorite is and go back to environments a little mm-hmm. it, so it's so much easier and you, you probably don't have to do all this uh, d- deep thought mm. if it's just ingrained yeah. from your from a habit. And when we would see clients training and then their kids are sitting there watching, yeah. then those clients, almost 100 percent, eventually, you know, three mo- three months later, they show us a, p- a video of their client exercising at ho- or a, of the, their child their exercising at home. Yes, mm-hmm. it's the best. By it's my favorite thing, right? right? Because that's the environment the kids in now. You oh, know? They absolutely. They see their parents cooking and stuff. And it's so cute. My my, she's ten now. So blows my mind. But you know, she's watched me. I from the moment I could hand a bottle to her her, her dad, mm-hmm. I was back in the gym, personal training others and getting myself, you know, back where I want it to be. And um, so she's seen it from the get go. But she and I have those personalities. Our, our human designs kind of confront mm-hmm. each other. We have, a little, a little bit. we have a little tension, right? So, so is that because be... y'all are very similar? Or? Oh, I, it's, I don't think it's quite that. Yeah. I think it's more of just the way she's wired mm-hmm. and the way I'm wired. So it can't come from me, right? It, I can't tell her to do these things. Yeah. I can't say, hey, this is how you live a great life. You know, mm-hmm. these are the things that your body needs. Yeah. She'll um, do the opposite, yeah. But, <laughs> right, so I have learned. She, so I truly, I tell everybody, she is, she is God's gift to me. She is for me on this earth. She's making me a better human because I'm learning how to have restraint. I'm learning how to discipline myself right mm-hmm. so I, I'm learning I'm not perfect at it but I'm learning to be really soft with her right mm-hmm. uh, I it's just kicked in over the past probably I don't know six months yeah I, I really want to do a workout mom can I go down and use your you know whatever whatever things on the TV mm-hmm. at the time or whatever you know uh, what are they called apps but like and, you know she'll get on the bike or whatever and I'm like mm-hmm okay Great, have fun, and I have to really hold myself Resist back from going to do it with to, yeah, her yeah. because that will totally like spoil yeah. it. But but you're right, like she has whether she thinks it's a good idea what I'm saying or not. She's had an example her entire life mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. my that she moves every day, and it's yeah. a big deal if she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and then also, that's normal, right? right? Because right. that's what exactly. she's going up knowing. Whereas if you grow up and you're like, I've never seen that, yeah. then all of a sudden it's going to feel like a huge shock and change or yeah. that maybe I'm not that type of person because you were never around right. it. You're yeah. not comfortable with yeah. it. Um, and yeah, that's a whole other thing that when people are trying to personalize and find their why or whatnot mm-hmm. that they have to overcome, right? Yes. It's like who they, w- you know, what we think a certain person, you know, is like. Yeah, stereotypes, right? So right. in that you, hey, you can change just because you w- weren't athletic. A uh, common one we see is if you didn't play sports when you were a kid, I'm not athletic. Right. So working out seems like it takes athleticism. Yeah, it's not for me. That's right. not for me. I'm not a workout mm-hmm. person. Right. That's mm-hmm. a common one we hear. I'm Absolutely. Like, well, I hear that a, all the time as everyone's well. Everyone's a workout yeah. person. Yeah, right. you, have, you have bones and muscles. Well, and, you, yeah. and it's funny. What I love to do is I love parallels. And I look at – I tell people, look at your body. If we were to put ourselves in a Petri dish right, right now with, the, with, the, with a, a microscope, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we would see, like, literal movement. We would see cells bebopping and vibrating up against mm-hmm. each other, and mm-hmm. they form cellular colonies, and that turns into an organ, and it speaks to this one. That you are movement. Yep. So parallel that through your life. You were meant to move. Motion mm-hmm. is how we move through life. And you're moving whether you want to move or not. Yeah. So why not honor that process? You're going to feel a whole lot better if you do. Yeah. And, you know, I could even maybe break down. Like I know one of my whys is to, you know, we grew up in an era where, our uh, older older generations like mm-hmm. become very frail. Yes, and I mean, yeah. yeah, I grew up like you're like, oh well, that's what happens. That's yeah, right. That's what old, aging right? is, and right? But then you realize, you but know, yeah, that, that generation 
had to maybe work really hard and then yeah. they shut it down when yeah. they retire and right. they stop moving and right. they stop doing things and then that's a result and um but you realize now and you've seen a generation w that was introduced to exercise uh -huh. and a different thought process and yeah i see guys and, and girls in their 60s and 70s and 80s i was just gonna say i feel the same way i think the trend now is that mm -hmm. the older we get the more active we're getting yeah, because we're realizing right and, and we're realizing that this is yeah. possible right that generation that we grew up with they thought that age meant breakdown yeah right yeah. well we renew the mind reframe things learn more right yeah. all this advancement we're talking about again it's not all bad mm -hmm. is oh like i can there's this there's this whole phenomenon called reverse aging right mm -hmm. and no you're not actually going to get younger yeah. because you do certain things sorry guys yeah. but, but you can sl <laughs> drastically slow it down or really. you cannot actually fall apart yeah. right yeah. so take women right mm -hmm. osteoporosis and yep. the, the bone density thing there are ways for me to have stronger bones in, in 10 years than mm -hmm. I've got right now. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's simple lifestyle stuff. It's learning supplementation. It's vitamin D. It's sunshine. It's yeah. weightlifting. It's walking. It's weight-bearing exercise. Mm -hmm. So those are all things that I can integrate into my life and be better in 10 years than I am right now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy the difference, though. I, this is kind of lighthearted. But <laughs> the difference between, like, the, the way, pe like, old people used to be perceived the uh, the Golden Girls when they first oh. came on. Oh, I've seen that. I think mm -hmm. it was comparing them to J like J Lo. Yeah. Was it J Lo? Yeah. It, I think it was them and the, the cast of Sex and the City. The I've cast, seen yeah. That. yeah. They're the same age. Where they're like, the same what? age. Yeah. No, stop. So, yeah. so when they started the when show, they, started they the were show. the same age. How old were were they? It was like like 20, 30, 30s, 40s. I don't know. They were. I'm maybe I'm the, getting that well, wrong. It's like, the, the they golden. were like in their 50s or something. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. and like oh, Sarah Jessica right, yes. Parker. Yeah. And like now they're the same age that the Golden yeah, Girls yeah, yeah. were. Yeah. And, and the big difference between how they're viewed, because the Golden Girls just straight looked old, yeah. right? They had like, I don't know, that old lady hair. It was the you know? white curly hair yeah. and the frumpy clothing, right? Yeah. And, and they just so, sat around and hung out all day. Yeah. And we can, we can see this from both sides, right? A lot of this is a cultural expectation and mm -hmm. a standard stigma Absolutely. of okay, if you don't look a certain way, then yeah. you, who, you're not good enough, mm -hmm. right? So that's the negative. But the other side of it is you don't have to settle for less just because you're five years older than you used to be. Yeah. yeah. You can keep getting better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that it was just interesting to see how different that is now. Yeah. Are you familiar with, like, Mark Sisson? Oh, yeah. Says? You know, and, like, so, yeah, he's, yeah. Well, I don't know, 65, 70, and, yeah. and um, he's in great shape, right? And, he's and awesome. Like you would, uh, you know, I always – use him as inspiration because he's like yeah. similar height similar weight as uh -huh. me and i'm like mm -hmm. wow really like everything i'm doing now i can be doing when i'm 65 70. he's doing it i know i can do it that's one thing i really like about <laughs> the way you talk about your philosophy and fitness is that it's not about and, and and there's nothing wrong with what i'm about to say because i tend to set big goals mm -hmm. sometimes but it's not about crushing like your biggest lift mm -hmm. or this great endurance event or whatever it's about doing things now that are going to keep you doing those things yeah. so that you can do those things when you're older. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. It's functionality. Yeah. And even even with, you know, the big events and big goals, yeah. it's, it's so funny. This is what happens with <laughs> social media now. Uh. Like you have to say something, right, and kind of have an, a lane. But it uh -huh. doesn't mean the that opposite you hate isn't other true. stuff, exactly. right? That's, Look, yeah. I was an athlete, and I'm super competitive. And, yeah. and luckily I can channel that in the business and stuff. Right. But people think I, like, would like despise or hate certain things right but the reality is like uh, no i just know that there's a lot of people who don't who need to hear it's okay to do the minimum effective dose right because yeah. yeah they're not going to have the time or care to maybe run a marathon right yes. or be a bodybuilder yes. and step on stage so well that brings then they won't do anything that so, comes back to my point on personalization if it is not right for you right now mm -hmm. What's the point? Yeah, yeah. Or are you actually causing a detriment to your process, right? Um, and the other thing that you're illuminating there, kind of coming back to how I work with people, is illuminating these limiting thought patterns that we have. One of mm -hmm. them is all or nothing, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And black or white, right? So because I say X, that doesn't mean I've, like, eliminated mm -hmm. all the other alphabet letters, right? Yeah. It's no. It's, like, X for me right now. Yep. But used to be C. Maybe next week it'll be J, you know, yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. But so we reserve the right to do what's right for us right now mm -hmm. and in order to do that we have to have a relationship with ourselves and understand what's going yeah. on in this body and you have to be yep. honest too and mm -hmm. i think sometimes it, we see this with people that start out um new at the gym is they think it's got to like be beast mode six days a week they're like i'm gonna crush it i'm gonna come here every day and they 
I think you have to be honest with yourself and, and realize, like, am I that person? Like, can I even do that? Is that going to serve me at all? Mm-hmm. For most people, the answer is no, yeah. right? You haven't worked out in two years, and going six days a week will probably burn you out, and you'll stop exercising or get hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard to, maybe for some people, admit that, you know what? Like, this is where I'm at right now. I'm yeah. not at yeah. six days a week beast mode. Like, yeah. it's just not who I am. And I think that kind of affects people. Yeah. To, like, yeah. to admit that is, is hard for them. When I was in grad school, I had a professor who, when we're doing our counseling skills workshop, it's very experiential. You have to sit and pretend to do therapy in front of them and get critiqued. It was terrible. But <laughs> he was like such he was nightmare. such a great professor, though. So, But I, re- I remember he, he taught me this concept. And uh, I remember it as my 80% rule. Um, because that's just the number that we use that mm-hmm. day. But it was this idea that we are, whether um, it's implied or directly said, like you got to give your all, right? You got to give your 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, we don't understand that 100% for me today mm-hmm. in, you know, it's, speaking it's to having, yeah. having just been sick, my 100% today looks different mm-hmm. than my 100% on January 10th. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be honest. And my 100%, next week hopefully is going to look different yeah. than my 100%. So my 100% today is my, my on that scale of 1 to 100, maybe it's a 65, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I have to go this is where I'm at today. Yeah. Okay. This is this is my full out. My full out doesn't have to look like anybody else's. Mm-hmm. And it's about effort, which is an experience, mm-hmm. not an outcome. Yeah. yeah. I really like that a lot. Cuz yeah. here's the thing, and the ironic thing with that is the actually more advanced you become, and the the more important that becomes. Absolutely. Right? Um, it just becomes more nuanced. Yeah. People would think like, ooh, uh, taking 30% effort off seems like something like a beginner would do, right? And the right. reality is like, like no. You know, no. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I think too, um, like I kind of like to call it like auto-regulating your effort, yeah. right? Yeah. And and here's where people, you know, the age thing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was in my 20s versus 40. Oh. Here's why being 20 versus 40 is really a, a major difference. It's because we have more responsibility, typically, when we're older, which can impede our recovery and everything, right? Oh, my right? gosh, yeah. So, like you just said. I just throw the word hormones in there, too. Yeah, well, and <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That, that Hor- hormones, too. <laughs> so, um, but for, you know, kind of auto-regulating reg- uh, right? effort, yes, yes. you know, when you're 20, like, you're less likely to, you know, have, a, know, a, a career and family right. so you like lay around and watch video games and eat go train and then eat some more and then oh go my to sleep gosh. right well then maybe the 40 year old version of you you're talking about giving 100 percent effort in the gym what if you have a day where you're up late because you have a newborn uh-huh. you go to work and uh-huh. your project was late and you got yelled at by your boss uh-huh. and then you traffic. like forgot lunch and yeah. you had to eat something you know a pixie stick oh. and then <laughs> and a then, pixie stick and then you oh. get to the gym uh-huh but if you're like, no, today is one rep max out, oh, and yeah. then uh, I'm going to test my mile run. Right. You're not going to be able silly, to That's silly, right? Yeah. yeah. The reality is there's these other things that happen that are going to affect your 100%, right? And I, Yeah, and I think this is where the process that we're alluding to, the process that I walk with people through in my work, but also the process that you guys partner with people on, this is where an external partner can be so helpful Mm -hmm. because you got to know we're told or we have these um i don't know we could chalk it up to inner critic or social language Mm -hmm. whatever oh no that's slacking off or Mm -hmm. that's me giving up i'm not a quitter right like wait what is that what that is that what's really happening here Mm -hmm. are you being honest is the question and um when uh, a friend and someone who i worked with as a coach once told me you know you cannot read the label from inside your own jar you need somebody else to, really to like read that. it to you sometimes. Mm. That one and hurts that my brain. completely yeah. like humanized you in yeah. the moment, right? You go, you're right. I actually can't see through the label and read the words. You're right. Like that's fundamentally impossible. Yeah. And that's yeah. why this feels hard right now. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's do that. And then we walk through those, those, like, let me, I want to understand you the way I want you to understand you. Yeah. Like yeah. where are you at in this moment? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. And, and something that I'm lucky to be able to do like daily coaching yeah. is, and it's something that I, it requires a level of trust for someone to Absolutely. be like, hey, this is where I'm at today. This is how I feel. Yeah. This is what happened. Like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And it's nice to be able to do that and for people to be able to put themselves out there and, yeah. you know, basically say, like, I'm not going 100% today. Yeah. Um, but can you help me figure out where I need to be? Yeah. yeah. And what, that's, what is the right thing for me today? That's yeah. a conversation and we that's, have all the time. That's a big 
like piece of growth for a lot of people yeah. um, because they don't start there. Most no. people will hide it and do like, you know, they'll grind out bad reps and maybe, you know, make themselves sick and things like that. And, and being then they able don't to show ask, up. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's going to make you. And then we a, just don't go at all. Like it, so being know? able to ask for help is like a huge bit of growth for yes. anybody that, mm-hmm. you know, for us that's coming to our gym. And, you know, it's, it's nice to see. Yes. Yeah. yeah I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. And really, it's like give yourself a little grace, right? And uh-huh. like be, be kinder to yourself. Part of the recipe. And, be kind, man. And really, when you see kind of what we're getting at, it's like, well, for one, make the exercise piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. enjoyable and not mm-hmm. like this like monkey wrench in your life. Yeah. And then once that's yeah. that, when that's you know, oh man, I I, I want to do this. Yeah. It benefits me. Yeah. It serves me. Then yeah, why do I want to do this? Right. right. And when you have those two pieces, the how becomes a lot yeah, easier. like it's that's how you do it for life. You yeah. Know? Versus like I want to lose twenty pounds. Time to exercise. All out. Yeah. Five weeks later, this is awful. I hate this. Mm-hmm. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'll try again in, in ten months. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then start that process over. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much do you see the kind of phenomenon if you will of I guess we could simplify it down to like extrinsic versus intrinsic Mm -hmm. motivators as far as like what what's driving you as a human I do not think this is a personality thing a lot of times the work that I'll do with somebody really Mm -hmm. dives into a a proclaimed personality and really it's a set of patterns that Mm -hmm. we've conditioned ourselves in over time Mm -hmm. and it becomes a question of do I like that about me and if I if it's not working for me kind of leaning back on what we've just finished talking about if it's not working for me right now guess what you can change it and that's hard work but we can do it Mm -hmm. but this idea that am I compelled from inside because of this why because it's part of who I am because I'm connected to the greater meaning of it to do these things that are good for me Mm -hmm. exercise eating differently a lifestyle that supports Mm -hmm. everything right or am I reaching out and trying to grab on to something that will pull me along for a little while because that is also not only not going to work for a long time going back to that longevity versus temporary results piece but it's also going to be kind of miserable you're going to get kind of dragged along Mm -hmm. and it's not going to feel good so that kind of leans towards what you were just just talking about yeah Yeah, it's funny playing the little you know clarity thing you talked about earlier Mm -hmm. now at this current stage the, the thing that really like uh, can be a why or clarity for me, yeah. the, the word association yeah. is control. Oh. I realize like, which makes sense because there's a lot, you know, when you I have my own business and then there's a coronavirus and there's- Gary, how do you feel when you feel like you're in control? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like um, <laughs> know, knowing I'm in control, that calms me. It calms you because you feel like you know what's going to happen next and mm-hmm. you can either facilitate it or stop it. Right, which is what what's great, or at least for me, why exercise and nutrition, um, why I'm able to stick with it because I can control them, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm just, I'm just being, <laughs> I'm just you. being yeah. honest. Like, <laughs> if you were to ask me to really pick, you know, because yeah. at this stage, yeah, like, whatever, like, there's not much, like, oh, I want to be a certain level of fitness right, right, or right. a certain level of body composition is really like man these are parts of my day and life that I can control uh, that I can control so I'm gonna stop myself from going in that direction (laughs) with this and instead I'm gonna say oh my gosh really what you're saying is is your entire uh, why right now Mm -hmm. is just really about being in charge of your own life Mm-hmm. Right, which is which is my whole life. Yeah, that is well, your whole. Life. But that's not a bad thing, right? Yeah. So I like to I'm use like taking the w- it to the extreme. I but. like to use the word agency. Yeah. Actually, Brendan Burchard. I don't know if you know yeah. who he is. A high performance coach. He's mm-hmm. a really cool yeah. guy. Um, I, I I kind of gleaned this from some work I did with him once. But agency over your life. If you're an agent for someone, your job is to go out and get the best mm-hmm. and promote the best for them, but also to make sure that they're accountable so that when they show up to those opportunities, they have what it takes to get them because mm-hmm. they're worth it and they want it and they can grow. And all. You're supposed to be doing that for yourself. Nobody mm-hmm. else is doing that for you, yeah. right? So have being an agent for yourself, having agency in your life yeah. is maybe a kinder word than control sometimes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that is a better word though uh, control well, yeah. makes it sound i what, don't know what about you will what's your word association man i don't i don't even know i haven't even thought about it 
this, uh, this COVID brain, man. Uh, I know. I don't know. I find it very fascinating. Do you listen to Andrew Huberman? I love the Huberman Lab, yeah. yeah. You talked about, you know, some of those stuff. And did you see the thing recently with the emotions and the nervous system? Mm-hmm. And I just I, looked at that today. <sighs> Yeah. I didn't. I don't. I think I've seen what you're talking about, but it's uh, it's resonating. Oh, it's so, so good. Yeah, I mean, they it's have a these, nervous uh, system map, heat map. Oh, I, heat oh, map. I do. I do mm-hmm. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and where you experience emotion in mm-hmm. the body. And the two most extreme ones were happiness. Mm-hmm. And what, what was the other one that where the whole body sadness? was lit up? I think it was sadness. I think it was, uh-huh. I think it's sadness yeah. if I remember right. Yeah. Um, well, and, okay. Yeah, it's just fascinating. And this, you know, he's really big on the nervous system. And, uh-huh. Um, so I use that a lot, and. Uh, this actually, what I'm about to say, comes from the field of trauma work and whether that means overcoming the way trauma is impacting you or or resolving trauma patterns that are in your life, right? Um, we kind of, as a culture, uh, try to go through the brain to get to the body. But if you think about it, the ultimate, and again, this comes from trauma work, but it's applicable to everything in my mm-hmm. approach or like the way I've, I've observed things. Um, we try to go through the brain to get to the body, mm-hmm. meaning... Um, we're, we're going to try and think differently. We're going to try and do, do, do different things to create this outcome in our physical body. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's no, it's not even a secret anymore. It used to be kind of this, whoa thing, but now the brain and the body are physically connected. There's a, there's a nerve system. It's called the vagal, the vagus system that is literally connecting your mind and your body and how the neurotransmitters create experiences in your mental body. Mm-hmm. experience versus how your body is physically feeling them. Yep. And so that, that math that you're talking about is really a visual, visual picture of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And we can go through the body to get to the brain too. Mm-hmm. And we don't remember that on our day to day. And it often is one of the more effective ways to get it because it's a grounding tool mm-hmm. that allows us to turn off the stress nervous system and turn on the parasympathetic, the rest yeah. and digest, right? Which allows a lot of the work to actually take hold. Mm-hmm. Um, so it becomes a physical process and not just this mental process, right? Um, but I was going to, uh, I was going somewhere else with that, but, but long story short, you know, you can, you can go both ways mm-hmm. and it's all connected. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I think a good example I know that makes that click for me. Mm-hmm. So maybe uh, someone listening is. Yeah. So then you have like the, they always talked about the, the gut brain yes. connection, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, Andrew Huberman, he had a video on this where, and this makes sense, right? Because if we, you know, evolved and you, we were walking in the woods and you ate something poisonous you or, and you remember that taste, you would want to then be worried and stressed and not eat that again. Yes. So that didn't happen. Yes. Well, even with, if you tell yourself something, something can be really bad for you, that that stress from physically eating it, and then you're like, oh, I had a lot of gut, uh, uh, you know, that, you know, mm-hmm. food was bad for me because I had my, my digestion was uh-huh, bad. Uh-huh. But the reality could be it could have nothing to do with the food. Yeah. Uh-huh. But maybe someone told you ahead of time, hey, if you eat bananas, yes. you're going to be you're, you're going to be in trouble. You will stress. And that's the relationship your brain and gut want to have to protect you. Right. But the reality is. It had nothing to do with actual food. Well, Psych 101, thoughts come before feelings. Mm-hmm. We, we yes. always go straight to the feeling, but there is always a thought under that feeling, right? Yep. So the, um, the feeling might elicit an emotion. Mm-hmm. A feeling is your thoughts articulation of that of that but the emotion is the physical presence of that in your body that the map that you're referring to shows us this that sadness is physical it's Mm -hmm. chemical Mm -hmm. you know happiness is chemical in your body and it does get stored in your cells or, or released through your cells right okay so my thoughts impact how my body is physically showing up so then we add we throw the 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 equation of nutrition in there and we go Oh, did you guys know about the mil- the milkshake study? Milkshake yes. study. I, you have to I feel like it. I have heard about you it. You can yeah. totally yeah. Google it. With, it. with the kit, it's with well, it's two groups of people. Yeah. One is given, so the same milkshake, okay? Mm-hmm. So this blind study oh, where yeah. they, they don't know the about Huberman each other. Lab. Yeah. Oh, did they talk about mm-hmm. it on there? It's yeah. it's well known, so you could totally Google yeah. it. It was in Precision Nutrition too. They had it at one point. Yeah. Um. So they, you know, one group is marketed this <laughs> weight loss shake. It's oh, this is a healthy meal replacement. Da 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 da. You're, you know, this is part of your diet. Right, and they drink the milkshake, and then the other group, unbeknownst to to each other, the other group is given this decadent, hand-spun, whipped ice cream treat, whatever it is, and they're like, "Oh, this is lovely," and they drink it down. Which physical, like the, 
then they analyze the metabolism, the mm-hmm. digestion, blah, blah, blah. Which group metabolized the ice cream better? Do uh, you know? Yeah. The more relaxed and enjoyable. Yes, yeah. the people who thought they were indulging. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and it's all about the quality. I think that's the best way to say it, the quality of my thoughts. Mm-hmm. We talk about qualifying and quantifying. Everybody wants to quantify everything, how many yep. calories, et cetera. Yeah. Oh, this is better for me. Okay, I'll eat that. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. How do you feel about that thing? Yeah. That's going to matter so much more. I just had this conversation with a client the other day. She got so excited that it was better for her to stop working and have lunch with someone she enjoyed being mm-hmm. with. And that was actually going to help her metabolize her food better. Yeah. And that's a lot of people off the same thing don't realize, you know, you look at someone who has an eating disorder, right? And they're shriveling away. And how I don't know how they do that. But the reality is they create pathways in their brain where they get the same dopamine. Say, yeah, you yeah. eat a donut and you're like, this is awesome. And you get a dopamine hit. They get the same feeling from not eating yeah, it. Yeah, they can yeah. rewire pathways to yeah. where they get the same feeling yeah. for not eating it and having like a carrot stick, right? Yeah. And they'll get that dopamine it's, hit. Yeah. So now they're, we're all chasing the same dopamine yeah. hit yeah um, we're all the same but different mm-hmm. and <laughs> it all starts yeah. with you know it's it's mental it's more than just yes. physical so again um, coming back and getting clear on what it is i'm thinking why i'm thinking it, and where it's coming from and how mm-hmm. it's impacting my physical body yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think the 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 stress over food is a really big one now because there's so many allergies and like there are mm-hmm. real things and don't get me wrong i'm not saying there's not but if you're constantly worried that gluten is going to mess you up well even if you don't have a problem with it, right. when you eat something, you're, like, you're going to start to manifest gonna, that. Absolutely. And that stress, and over time, like you will always have that reaction because in the back of your head, you're like, oh, this is going to wreck me. This is going to mm-hmm. destroy me. And it happens, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because you have that negative association with it. And I think uh, like the, to tie the pieces of this part of the conversation together with what you just said, I, it, it's more to do with the physical state you are creating in mm-hmm. your body by the quality of your thoughts than yes. it is this idea that, the placebo effect, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There's actual physical science in there that supports that. It's not just, oh, I thought it, so it's true. Yeah. You know? It's the stress yes. and all of that that kind of cascades and all the different mm-hmm. hormone changes yeah. and nervous system yeah. changes that That's make that happen. Essentially, yeah. what it is, going back to your comment, mm-hmm. is we turn on the sympathetic nervous system, fight, flight, freeze, haunt, mm-hmm. as opposed to the parasympathetic. Yep. Yeah. And then, kind of more macro above all this is, you know, how. And I'm sure people hear and roll their eyes when they're trying to, you know, figure this out for themselves. Oh, it gets easier um, as you get, you know, get going. And it does because think about it. I mean, all of us have been doing this for over a decade. That's why. You convince <laughs> you because the reasons. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm sleeping better. I have more energy. I have more confidence. Yeah. Oh, I'm able to now attach these things as more value. And yeah, having uh, more home cooked um food mm-hmm. and, and more whole foods is the is a um you know action that leads yes. to this outcome right. that i've now attached high value to these mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and i get now get dopamine and joy yes. from these it's the integration of your human experience yeah. and it now just it's easy yes right right or it's it's maybe easy is the not or, the, or the best word but it's automatic exactly yeah, that's a right? word. yeah i'm reading a book now called effortless uh-huh, uh, okay. by greg McEwen. he's uh-huh. the same guy that wrote uh essentialism yes and that's what he talks about okay. make make the, the, the biggest rocks, the most important things, effortless, and make the things that aren't as valuable really hard. Yes. Right? Now, it's backwards because it's our phones, yeah. right? We don't want to yeah. really spend all that time on our phone, but it's so easy. Make that harder. Yes. Yeah. Un- unsubscribe <laughs> from your yeah. notifications. This is Habits 101, right? Yeah. Put more friction between hey. you and the thing you want to stop mm-hmm. doing. Um, ever since we had talked about this, I... I I deleted all, or I like removed all my notifications from my phone. Oh like, yeah. Aside from text messages and then our Google chat, which is how we communicate uh-huh. for work. Aside from that, nothing. I get yes. no notifications. Uh-huh. And now like, I forget to open up Instagram. Yeah. So yeah. like I leave people hanging for like a day or two. Oh, like absolutely. Gary, I left him hanging for it's a full okay. day the other. It was just he fine. He has another way to get to you. Exactly. <laughs> but like I realized that like now like there's a I barrier don't even think to about it. it. Yeah. And it's yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's harder now. I have to actually think rather than it coming to me. Yep. And it's been. Way better. Well, that goes back to the concept of having agency over your life, right? And, and That's it, exactly I it. always fall back on that classic Jim Rohn quote, either the, you can run the day or the day can run mm-hmm. you. It's, it's position yourself to be the filter for what comes to you yes. and what doesn't, yep. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, don't get strung along. Like, you're getting pulled by your notifications right. on your phone, Right, and then right? you're automatically going to be extrinsically motivated, yeah. yes. which is not going to serve you long term. So, yeah, yeah, become, make it effortless. And it's, I was having a conversation yesterday with someone. I was like, my habits now are effortless 
it can seem harder to someone. So, but if you actually told me, well, stop preparing your meal and grocery shopping, and you, so then I would need to say, go out to eat to get food for lunch. Uh-huh. That then initially would be way harder. Yeah. It would be harder for yeah. me to go to Chick Fil A every day because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to go in my car and I got to wait right. in line, and this is frustrating. And what yes. do I want? And anything that's different feels harder. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I think it's understanding in the beginning. Yeah, like find these whys and. Um, understand there is like this this you know hump to get hump over, to get over yeah. but it it does get easier not that's not a cliche yeah um i always just... use the metaphor of the bridge going to hatteras mm-hmm. in the outer banks right remember <laughs> the old bridge mm-hmm. right first of all that was scary but <laughs> do you, and when they built the new bridge you could see it being built but you couldn't drive on it yet right so it was kind of weird but mm-hmm. then also when you started taking the new bridge it was like a little bit different and that yeah. was kind of weird but then guess what we can still see the old bridge while we're driving over the new bridge mm-hmm. right so that's that is the perfect metaphor for understanding how neural pathways form in your brain the old bridge is the way you're used to doing <coughs> things now yep. right then but to build the new bridge you have to do work that you may not see the fruit of immediately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you still got to build it like those workers still yeah. had to show up every day and yeah. build that bridge if we we're going to cross it one day right and then you cross over you do the work you show up consistently and you're driving over the new bridge guess what the old bridge is not going away yeah right it's still there and so uh under times of stress and pressure a lot of times the body will fall back on what it knows take the old Mm -hmm. bridge right because it's like oh things are a little scary in this new world i'm gonna i'm gonna fall back on that old Mm -hmm. comfort zone yeah where it felt good and when we understand that that's neurological it's not just mental or something that's wrong with me right then we can start going oh okay wow this is going to be hard because i'm headed into this hard season so i'm gonna put as much friction between me and that old pathway Mm -hmm. as possible and i'm gonna make it as easy as possible to do the things that i've learned feel good Mm -hmm. you know what helps in that situation tell me a coach (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) it does though right absolutely you you have someone that says hey like this is what you should do or coaching you through figuring out what you should do Mm -hmm. instead of you Having to do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, and I see it on, on every level. Like, I have a business coach, and there's certain things yes. I try to apply in my business, and Absolutely. it makes me uncomfortable, and it's hard. Right. And, and, but then they're, no, you, this is what you got to do. And I'm Keep like, well, they it. believe it will work, even though I am scared. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it helps you push through. And then, yes. obviously, I see that when we coach people with their, um, you know, fitness and nutrition. And yep. it's just, you know, when you when you don't believe in yourself yet, you need someone else. Again, okay, it sounds cliche and corny, No, it's, it's 100% the essence of, you know, as a the, the therapist role for me, mm-hmm. I it's so hard to articulate, but I don't think until someone's gone through the process, they really get it. But it is the relationship that you have with that therapist that creates the healing or the improvement or whatever mm-hmm. it is you went to them for. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, Gary, you and I could be b- equally skilled in um, habit formation, mm-hmm. okay? But my relationship with someone and me being hooked up to their best interest and the observation of what's, you know, whatever, might work for that person better than if you're just handing out yeah. worksheets every day. Bec- the process is the same. Yeah. But it's the connection, and that's not me saying you would mm-hmm. be good at it, but <laughs> I do believe that certain people are meant to connect to certain people yeah. so there are people who would work really well with you guys mm-hmm. who would i'm probably not their cup of tea yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know and vice versa and that's okay but i think that's something that people need to hear is that you're allowed to shop mm-hmm. yeah you yeah. know i tell people that in therapy all the time like i may not be the best therapist for you let's see how this goes for yeah. a few weeks and then you know i mean we do it at our gym we know what we do and what think people will like or not like mm-hmm. and when we had people come in and we could tell this is going to be their vibe right and we were right. like and every time we've done it, we're like, hey, you should go try this gym. Yes. They're almost like taken aback yeah. and like, what's the catch? Like, why are you trying? Why like, are you no, referring like, me out? You know, so. Yeah, we just think it would be um, a better fit. Because, yeah. yeah, ultimately, I mean, that's human nature. There's nothing Absolutely. wrong with that, right? So, yeah. um, but in, but it's the opposite, right? Everyone's like, my way or the highway. Right. Um, but the reality is like a bunch of stuff works, you know. We're all different, but yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Yeah, I think, you know. We nailed it. Oh. <laughs> um, All right. You know, but n- with the, you know, where'd we start out? <laughs> we started out with finding your why, right? Yeah. Um, but as far as nailing it, I think I know when I would listen to this to reinforce for myself. Yeah. Um, it's realizing that 
you have to personalize it. Yes. And you fi- like you find like because I always think through the stuff you know while you guys are talking and everything's like oh yeah like now my you know word association is control because there's a lot I can't control and it makes me comforting to be able to control it. But that wasn't the case 15 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I had a client or someone's listening and they're they're trying to get over that first hump, um, you know I have you have to let them like find that right mm-hmm. you can't necessarily tell them what it is yeah b- because what i'm resonating with right now is way different than what i resonated with when i was trying to get mm-hmm. over that hump. absolutely and if you think about the sequence of the way i describe that exercise start with a negative sometimes it makes it easier mm-hmm. so to that person who's just starting out how are you feeling at the end of the day right now that just totally sucks yeah. identify that get clear on that not just oh I can't do this or da 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 it's no I feel dissatisfied or I feel defeated or I feel like a failure mm-hmm. or whatever it is mm-hmm. and then take that and find the alternative that is your your desire mm-hmm. right so that can help you go you know what I want to feel s- satisfied I want to feel like I like I'm happy with how I spent my time today okay that yeah. then we set a daily goal instead of a 365 day resolution mm-hmm. right because if every day I start the day out with the goal of feeling satisfied with the way I've spent my time today, I'm going to be much more likely to go to bed with a little bit more peace Mm -hmm. each day than I was if I was going, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in three months, you know? So someone's listening and they're thinking, man, I really want to improve my health and fitness. You know, yeah, like I see all these things, do this for your health and that, and I I just got to get started, but I always Mm -hmm. fail is pretty much what you're saying. Like that's, which is what a lot of stuff's coming to. It's mm-hmm. like, this is where you would start with smaller steps, basically. and 100% identify one thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're that person who has this list of, or you read all the blogs, or you listen to all the podcasts, <laughs> or whatever, and you, what is it, what is it, stories. Like, mm-hmm. you know, all these people telling you what to do yeah. on stories, right? Because um, it works for them. Pick one thing that actually has resonance with you. Like, if you're, if they're telling you to drink celery juice and you're like, that's disgusting, yeah. don't pick that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's, P- mm-hmm. Pick, I'm going to drink water before I have my coffee yep. every day and nail it. Get to the place where you are like, I own this habit. This mm-hmm. is mine. Because guess what? Now you have something to build on. So you have your water and then you're having your coffee. Well, maybe now you switch over to a non-toxic like low crap yeah. creamer or something <laughs> yeah, like yep. that right you make that next step mm-hmm. and but i yes that's going to slow your process down but guess what you're going to be really good at it and yeah. you're going to reap the benefits along the way and that's going to feel a lot yeah. better than yeah. i think yeah i think you'll note also too you'll notice more benefits Absolutely. along the way which then yes. what we talked about ultimately if hey you, you want to get to a point where this is my lifestyle yes. and i enjoy this it's really finding all those little things that you value yes. that could be, um, yeah, I'm not as drowsy with this higher quality, yes. you know, food choice, yeah. right? And now, but if you were like in gung ho, all or nothing mode, you're you don't notice those things. You don't notice because those you're things. like putting so much effort into and that, it. you know, not to drag this out any longer, but um, <laughs> this always the, happens. The idea, though, there is 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 probably one of my core values, which is mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And mindfulness does not mean you meditate. It means you know who you are, you know what you're doing, you know what you're yeah. thinking, you know how you're feeling, you know how it's applying to your life, you know what's going on around, you are present. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times one, one thing I'll have people do is create experiences around those little things to make them bigger, mm-hmm. right? Whatever the, uh, the concept okay. of celebrate the small wins, yeah. right? Yeah. So um, gratitude is is such a worthy and essential practice because gratitude shifts your mindset. It's not just about being thankful, but it shifts your mindset into open possibility Mm -hmm. as opposed to closed lack so um when you're having that cup of coffee in the morning that you've switched over to like i just got an almond cow which is the coolest thing ever Um, an almond cow okay so i make my own milk now i'm basically a cow (laughs) (laughs) but um i saw a commercial like it was kind of like a spoof of when you're (laughs) when you're having your cup of coffee with your non-toxic additive whatever Uh and you can you can literally and smell it and mm-hmm. taste it and feel the warmth of the cup in your hand and notice that when you close your eyes, the world is actually peaceful for just a moment. Mm-hmm. And when you swallow it, how does it feel? And create yeah. an experience. Yeah. So now, you're all you're of a sudden, extremely present mm-hmm. and really making it something. Right, because positive association is psychological mm-hmm. and it's going to help you grab back onto that over and over and over again and no this doesn't mean i have a five minute love fest with my cup of coffee mm-hmm. every morning there's nothing wrong with that if you do but let me tell you i'm a happy person in the morning and it 
you can chalk it up to being a morning person. You chalk it up to habits and intentions. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't even know if this is relate, related, but <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day they were talking about uh, something about how they had uh, pizza, and then I mentioned actually I was here uh, at where the podcast studio is, and they were they had pizza. It's like a, a co-working space mm-hmm. last night. When I was leaving, they had like happy hour and they had a bunch of pizza. And they're like, oh, did you get any pizza, the, the person I was talking to? And I was like, no, because <laughs> not because I didn't want the pizza. It smelled uh-huh. good. But if I'm, when I'm going to have pizza, I need I need it needs to be at home. You, you need, need control. You need, it, no, <laughs> you need the Washington <laughs> football team. It has playing. to be behind closed doors, right? Oh. Because think about it, I don't want to sit there and eat pizza and have to have etiquette, you know? And oh. I'm talking to other people. Oh. I want to be at home. So it's where a, I'm a vanity the, thing. Yeah, well, <laughs> like an animal. Yeah, I want to lay on the couch, eat the pizza, you know, it might oh, fall, wow. fall on you. This and is you a just, whole experience. But this is <laughs> a whole experience, right? Yeah. I'm watching football or I'm right. watching TV. You're like, no, this isn't how I like to enjoy my pizza. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I respect that. I was like, you got to tie everything to an experience. Yes. Yes. My pizza eating experience is personal and inappropriate for public. (laughs) So, yeah. It's a mindful experience, (laughs) which makes it more efficient and worthy. Now, every time I see that you have pizza, I'm going to be. I'm yeah. going to have this yeah. image in my brain of you're going to be like t- time to go. Yeah. Or I suggest, hey, guys, y'all want to go out for pizza? Or do you, no, hey, you want to come over and eat pizza? Nah. And then I'll with pass. that, with your coffee, it's funny because coffee and me like don't get along uh-huh. like caffeine. Uh-huh. Um, but I, the thing I love most about coffee is the experience. Yeah. I, I it's love the, the best. smell yes. of it, making it, right. you know, sitting there drinking it. Yes. You know, it's warm. Yes. Well, those nuances that you get, like you were talking about a little while ago about, you know, the older you get, the more experienced you get Mm -hmm. in the habits that are good for you, the more play you have with them, right? So for me, I probably, I'm someone with the things that I deal with in this body, don't need a lot of caffeine. Mm -hmm. So I did have to discipline and go through caffeine cleanses and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I switched, I love matcha, but I switched to matcha Mm -hmm. for a while. In the morning, done cut it for me. I need (laughs) that coffee experience. But I also learned my threshold for tolerance, right? Mm -hmm. I learned that I can have a, a... a beautiful, amazing cup of coffee in the morning, and that can be enough for me. Yeah. And that's that's a growth process. I'm exactly the same. Like I I, I love coffee. I mean, that was a decaf that I was drinking <laughs> while we were. <laughs> if I had a regular coffee at noon, I'm game over. But I I went through years of you know having coffee mm-hmm. or having like two monsters a day, oh and then goodness. realized like this is not good for right. me. Mm-hmm. Somebody who is already a little bit more anxious mm. and. Um, wired and had settled on like if you're gonna have it you can only have one serving in the morning and that's mm-hmm. it and what's gonna be the like what works best for me so going back to your pizza experience mm-hmm. we're not telling anybody they can't ever have pizza Input. but when is it going to serve you the most yeah. because what ends up happening is people end mm-hmm. up making convenience decisions in a lack yeah. of mindfulness way mm-hmm. and that turns into a situation of excess of the wrong mm-hmm. things right so if we bring mindfulness to it it's going no I can value pizza I can enjoy it mm-hmm. when is it best for me to do that and where can I put boundaries around that yeah and the lesson I was the person I was talking to yeah it was basically a mindful lesson in that yes. and also and pizza is a very calorie dense food right yeah. so it's like well if I have it on a random Thursday now in an environment where I'm not going to completely enjoy it you know, is that worth it, right? Because right. if I turn around and ha- do have it on Saturday, well, now I'm having pizza twice a week, and what if it turns into three times a yeah. week? And yeah. now it's a whole thing, right? Yep. So if you, f- you know, really create these experiences around your foods, um, the, the, there will be more meaning to it than uh-huh. just, you're not just, it's not just the food. You yeah, know? and you're integrating all parts of yourself, yeah. right? Going back to the nervous system conversation. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite is, my favorite food ritual is, the eggs in the morning, you know. So I have my eggs. Mm-hmm. It's all about the yolk, right? Oh. It is all about so, the yolk. Do you right? like a runny yolk? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Runny. Yes. So it, and if, if if you know if it's a me- if it messes up, it's so disappointing. It you is know? disappointing. Um, you overcook see, it. I'm a, I'm a stuffed sweet potato junkie. Mm. I, I I don't oh. know if I made this up. I probably can't take credit for it. But basically, I'll take a roasted sweet potato and put anything on it. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is egg, and then the yep. the yolk has to be oh, runny yeah. because That's it kind of creates so a sauce. Yeah, really yep. good. Yes. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Yeah, egg on anything. egg on sweet potato. I mean, I like eggs on anything. Has, you have to have a veggie. The sweet potatoes, the starch, the mm-hmm. veggies. And the protein. Mm. And then the condiments are really where I shine. Mm-hmm. You know? What's your go-to with an egg? Oh, hot, hot sauce, sauce and Primal Kitchen Caesar. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Caesar on an egg. Primal Kitchen. Okay. Yep. Interesting. <laughs> so just this morning, this, this is going to be crazy, right? Let's hear this. So my 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 dog, right? <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> we So Ale- like Alexis, she'll feed him. You know, he'll get, like, we feed him a raw uh, food diet. Yeah. And... <laughs> 
he she'll like give him the give him the beef, you know, and pretty much that, right? The mornings we alternate mornings because he wakes us up every morning like four forty-five, and we normally don't get up till five. So like she'll take him out bathroom breakfast one morning. I'll do the next. Mm-hmm. So th- those days there's that. Then with me, I'm like I'm gonna church this up. <laughs> so I'll take it, you know, I'll put his little beef in there. Then I'll put some blueberries in there. Oh my god! Oh, then, no. hey, then, then I'll take an egg yolk. Put that in there. Yeah, a whole experience. Th- then I take, dude. There's like, do you like candles too? No, no there's, <laughs> there's like this omega three, uh, like stuff. I think yes. it's like omega three and chicken fat. Uh-huh. And then it, so it looks you just like a sauce. Drizzle dude. that on there. I drizzle it on. Oh. And but it he looks like he has a whole foodie experience yeah. every other day. It, she's like, why are you, why are you, why are you <laughs> trying to up like, me? She's like, like why are you staring at him while he's eating? And I'm like, I'm like, look, he's having a whole experience. I'm having a vicarious <laughs> mindful moment here. Because no, <laughs> he'll man. like, you can see him smelling everything, and then he'll like, like a little bit of it, oh. eat a blueberry, and I'm What's like, that, Dad? this is a whole experience, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I found that I do Healthy that digestion. when I make lunch. I'll usually have eggs with my beef at lunch, and so I make the dog his own egg, mm-hmm. an over easy egg. And his usually looks even I'm better than mine does. I'm noticing a theme here. Yeah. And yeah. That we need kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it is. I mean, I love my dog too. Yeah. But. So he'll get like a little bit of like leftover meat, whatever, whether it's ground chicken or uh, ground beef, and then an egg on top. And then I'll do like some um, desiccated liver and stuff on top of that. But I like played it really well. And then just give it that little mm. that little sprinkle. See, this on is top. how I serve my family dinner. But <laughs> <laughs> well, same, oh. same. Mm. It's like a restaurant. Yeah. Yes. If you don't have kids, then you make your dogs fancy <laughs> That's meals. That's right. Yep. All right. That's enough. That's enough. Thank we're you guys. We're gonna cool ourselves. Thank you, Amanda, for coming by. Yeah. Thanks for we having me. It. Thanks for stimulating conversation. You always get my my mind going. Yep. Now I gotta find my word. Mm. All right. I that's can't th- wait to hear it. That's my homework. <laughs> yeah. Find your word. Find your, your word. why. Your why word. My why word. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Catch you next time. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.